What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Mind Over Macros podcast. As always, I am your host, Mike Milner, and today's episode of The Coach's Compass, this might be one of the most important insights that I have shared to date, which, I mean, come on, let's be honest. There's there's a whole list of amazing, incredible, insightful things that I've shared over the years. And uh, to say that this might be the most important is a big, bold statement. So maybe, maybe there's some truth to it. I don't know. I'll let you decide. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm sitting here in my freaking long johns because I'm in my office. It's freezing cold outside. There's snow on the ground. We had, it actually wasn't that much snow, but the kids head off from school and then a two-hour delay. And now it's just cold and icy. And I say that with with the understanding that like 20 degrees right now would be considered a heat wave in certain parts of the States. Uh, because I know that some of you are probably dealing with like negative temperatures. So I recognize that uh, I'm just a little bit of a wuss, but I, I am not built for this. I would much rather be in like 110 degree heat than 20 degree freezing cold with snow. At least with the heat, I can go into our pool. I can go inside for some air conditioning. I don't know. There's something like my office doesn't really heat up all that well. And no matter what, it's just, you're always cold. I don't like that feeling. Whatever. I'm not, a, <laughs> for those of you who are, who are like cold plunge people. Yeah. Not me. I'm not doing the cold plunge. I'll do the sauna all day. Put me in that 170 degrees, sweat it out all day but not the cold. So I don't know. Maybe that's the thing where you're going to tell me that I need to to lean into the discomfort of being cold. And instead I'm sitting here in some, some long johns, but uh, that's not what we're here to talk about. Uh, first and foremost, I have an important announcement to make, and it's really not even just an announcement. It's just uh, a date that I think you should pay attention to. Maybe make a note put it in your calendar, whatever you want to do. I have been talking about doing this for a while, and now I can officially say when this will be launched. So I'm putting together a monthly subscription for emails. So you can sign up and receive 12 emails along with two promotional campaigns along with a whole bunch of other stuff. And I am going to keep that intentionally vague because the whole bunch of other stuff is going to really, let's just say, uh, you know what? I'm not going to say anything about it. Let's just say there will be other stuff. Okay. So I'll leave it at that. Uh, The way that it'll work is every single month you will get delivered a 12 email um, 12 email templates with some notes on how to personalize, how to make it your own, how to keep it in your voice, how to make it relevant to your audience. And it's going to be a lot of fun. And the pre-sale for that subscription, which is the announcement that I have, will be February 5th. February 5th is the pre-sale. Now, here's the caveat to that. There will be a hundred pre-sale spots at ninety-seven dollars. 
once the 100 pre-sale spots are filled, the regular subscription will be 147. Now, this is a monthly thing. I have a feeling, my, my guess is that not many people will want to leave this subscription. And I think you'll understand why when you jump into it, you'll see what I'm talking about. But if you consider the fact that you're saving $50 per month forever, and there's a little secret that you're also going to be saving some money. Um, this is going to be one of those funny offers where you're actually your expenses as a whole for your business get significantly less by doing this. So it's a, an interesting thing that I came up with where by investing and paying $97 a month or $147 a month, your overall expenses in your business will go down, which is kind of cool. Um, I've already said too much, but if you think about that, the importance of going in at the pre-sale rate and having that locked in forever, it's kind of a big deal. $50 a month for a long time adds up. And there's only 100 spots for pre-sale. Now that sounds like a lot, but if you consider that my private coaching clients will get first dibs, so that's 30 people that will get first dibs before the, the February 5th pre-sale launch. So they'll, they'll be in before anybody. Then anybody who is in my course and copy that converts will get second dibs. And that's another 140 people. So now there's overlap. So if you consider the 30 plus, so it's, it's basically like 140 total because it's 30 people in private coaching. They're also in my course. So really it's like 110 unique people who are in the course and not in coaching. So it's like 140 people total that will get first and second dibs before anybody else. Realistically, there's no way that 100 people are going to jump 100 out of 140. <laughs> is, is it an absurd uh, percentage? It's not going to happen. I'll tell you that right now. Even 50% probably won't happen. My guess is that in the pre-sale, before the pre-sale, to everybody who's in coaching or my course, my guess is that about 50-ish spots will be secured somewhere around there, 40 to 50. So once it opens up to the public, there will be about 50 spots left. Um, and those, I am going to tell you now, based off of what's planned, they will not last long. The way that you get notified before anybody else, like publicly, is by being on my email list. That's the first group publicly that will be notified. So it'll go like this. Telegram chat for my private coaching group. They get first dibs. They'll have plenty of time to secure their pre-sale spots. Then Telegram chat for copy that converts. They'll have about two to three days. Uh, so like they'll probably, they'll be notified like the Friday before the Monday launch. And then Monday morning, February 5th, there will be a public 
email that goes out to all of the coaches. And then there will be some stuff done on social media. And once that happens, the rest of the spots will be taken. And you'll, you'll see why. Uh, you'll understand. It'll all make sense in due time. But that's how it's going to go. So if you're not on my email list for coaches and you are interested in grabbing a pre-sale spot, and uh, <laughs> this is going to be one of those funny things that the people that that do this will understand now. Like uh, I'm, I'm trying to keep things vague on purpose and just let it happen. <laughs> um, but it will be interesting to see the the response when when everybody kind of realize and it, it won't happen immediately because there's some things that are going to be slowly dripping uh and and the actual like subscription itself doesn't officially kick off until March 1st so we're doing like the whole launch and then once those spots are capped we close down presale we open up like the full blown subscription and then like March 1st is like everything gets released and then it's monthly after that. Uh, so for example, if you secure your pre-sale spot on February 5th, your next bill date wouldn't be until April 1st. So you wouldn't, so because the deliverables hit March 1st, that's kind of how it all works. Um, I would just tell you if, if you're a coach and you have any a little ounce of trust in me and what I do and the the message that I spread and how I approach things. Uh, if there's even an ounce of trust in there, get on my email list, do what you need to do to get yourself enrolled. That's it. That's That's my sales pitch. If you have even just an ounce of trust in me, do what you need to do to get enrolled. And uh, you'll understand why very soon. But if you're not on my email list, just message me on Instagram at coach underscore Mike underscore Milner and tell me that you want to join the list uh, for coaches. Make sure you let me know that I have a coach list and I have a client list. Let me know that you want the coach list. That's what you want to be subscribed to. And I will make sure that that happens. And the other thing that you could do is you could do the savvy thing, which is to get enrolled in my course, copy that converse, because that will guarantee that you get a pre-sale spot. And the advantage of being in the course is that you'll actually know a lot of the principles behind the messaging and the copy. And you'll have some incredible resources from the course alone, which is the course is 497. So here's another, here's another like quick math uh, hack here. 497 for the course which is a one-time fee. If that gets you $50 off of something that you want, it doesn't take a genius to figure out that if you were to stay in for 10 months and save $50 per month, you have effectively paid for the course through savings. Now, I can also tell you, as I alluded to, that your expenses will go down overall in your business by joining this. So there are some things that you're paying for that you will not need to pay for anymore. So it's like a double double whammy. Um, but yeah, 
that's the smart move. <laughs> get into the course, get into the pre-sale. If you stay for 10 months, you paid for the course, and plus you're going to save on expenses in your business, and it's going to be a worthwhile endeavor to join and to stay, and you'll understand very soon. Uh, so I guess I should talk about the main thing. The main thing is an important observation. And uh, this is a discussion that we've been having in the Telegram chat after I wrote an email on this topic. We've been having this discussion. It's really, really important. Like truly, it actually might be the most important thing that I've ever discussed. And it was something that I've kind of talked about in the past, but I've never, it, it like hit me. It was like, I can't believe like it's so obvious. It's so apparent. And it's something that I just realized like as of this morning. So it's going to shift the way that you think about your content. It's going to shift the way that you think about your messaging. And it's going to shift the way that you think about your potential clients and the people that you want to attract. And the reason why this came to my attention is um, yesterday I was going back and forth uh, through text, really it's through uh, voice memos with a well-established coach, somebody that I'm sure you know, and he's working on a new project. And so he sent me a voice message and he was just like, hey, I would love some feedback on this project that I'm working on. And here's kind of the basic concept. Um, he's putting together like an ebook and he wants to sell the ebook as like a low ticket, like $27 ebook um, that has a very specific outcome attached to it. And he's like, my question is, uh, I'm trying to work through like the thought process of getting somebody, you know, who buys the ebook to then ascend into my one-on-one -on -one coaching program. And so we were going back and forth and I was asking him some questions and getting more information. And then um, ultimately he said, the biggest thing is like, he feels really good about the whole process, except for the messaging in the email sequence after somebody purchases. So they buy the ebook. And then what happens after that? Um, he wants them to go into some kind of an automated email sequence that helps them to move forward eventually with one-on-one -on -one coaching. And we talked through that. And then he was like, I have a question. <laughs> Can I hire you to help me build this out? And I was like, yeah. And, and then I was like, this is somebody that has, that does my, my private coaching. He bought my course. He's hired, he, he's done my, um, my workshop and he's now hiring me to do this specific project. So great client, repeat customer. And I thought back to the people like him. The coaches that I've worked with, like him, who have invested the most amount of time and money in me or for my help. And I realized something crazy. So like, if we use this specific example, the problem that he was facing, it really wasn't this like major painful problem. Like when we were talking through it, he's like, yeah, I feel really confident in my ability to put this all together. I can put together a good sales page. I can put together some emails. 
Like, I feel good about this. He's like, I just know that with your help, it would be better. So this was what I would classify more of a like pebble in the shoe problem. Like it's kind of annoying, but it's actually not horrible. Like he can do it on his own, but he didn't want to settle for doing a good job. He wanted it to be great, which is why he hired me. And then I was like, hmm, let me think back to all of the coaches who have paid me the most amount of money for help. And it was like massive realization time. They all paid me to remove pebbles. Not one of them was in like such a horrible, painful, like dire situation that were like, please save me. It was like, for one example, I had a client who hired me to redo their whole sales page. But here's the thing. Their sales page was already working. It was converting. They were getting consistent enrollments into their program each month. They just wanted it to be even better. They were like, you understand our brand. You understand our messaging. I think that you can level up our sales page. And that's exactly what we did. So again, pebble in the shoe, not a like horribly painful problem. They just wanted it to go from good to great. I had another client, another coach who hired me to build out an application page, which is basically like a sales page, except we're driving people to an application for coaching instead of a direct purchase. And once again, this was somebody who was already doing really well with client enrollments. She already had an application. She already had people filling out the application. She already had people enrolling in her program consistently. She just wanted it to be better. Not a horribly painful situation, just wanting to go from good to great. Already doing things well, but highly prioritizing optimizing, leveling up, certainty, speed, efficiency, all of these things that they wanted. I've had coaches who have hired me for one-on-one consulting with their copy, with their messaging, with their email marketing strategy. And all of those coaches have been, before hiring me, have been doing a pretty damn good job. They just wanted to do even better. Okay, so that's that's like the first part of the picture. And now I'm going to paint the other part of the picture. So let's put the the coaches on hold for a second and let's shift over to my nutrition coaching business. A few days ago, I got on a call. There was somebody who randomly scheduled a call on nutrition coaching. She was interested, or so she said, was interested in nutrition coaching. Um, I didn't know where she came from. Uh, normally I can tell like if it's a call that was booked because they came through Instagram or they came through Facebook or they came through my application page or they came through email. I had no idea where this call came from. It just showed up on my calendar. It's like, okay, well, I'm going to give this woman a call. Immediately when she picked up, <laughs> I was like, um, you schedule like it, it was just this kind of like vibe of, who the fuck are you and why are you calling me? So I was like, Hey, you scheduled this call. Like, do you still want to chat? And she was like, Oh yeah, that's fine. And I was like, okay. Um, well, like, tell me why you scheduled. 
And she was like, well, first I said, how did you find me? And she was like, I don't remember. It's like, okay, well, what prompted you to schedule the call? And she was like, I don't know. It was so long ago. I don't remember. <laughs> and I didn't want to call her out, but like newsflash, my calendar only allows for calls to be booked within a week time. So it wasn't that long ago. She was like, I don't know. It was so long ago. I wanted to be like, um, listen, bitch, you, you scheduled this call less than a week ago. Uh, we got bigger problems if you can't remember that. Anyway. Um, so the, the whole vibe was just like a total disengaged, disinterested. And I asked her, I, I literally was like two to three times. I was like, are you sure you want to continue this conversation? And she's like, yeah, I'm like, okay, well, well, like, let me see if I can at least help. So anyway, when we started talking about her struggles, like these were th this, we weren't talking about pebbles. We were talking about bleeding neck problems. Like she was going through some major shit and she was very well aware that she was going through some major shit. And she told me uh, when I was like, you know, why are you trying to pursue these goals that you have for, for yourself? The first thing that she said, she was like, I have two young boys who are really active and I can't keep up with them. And I feel like a failure as a mother. Okay. So she wants to be in better shape to keep up with her, her children and because she's not able to do that, she feels like a failure as a mother. Her words, that's a bleeding neck problem. Then she was like, also for my career, I'm trying to become a functional medical practitioner and I feel like a total fraud because I'm 50 pounds overweight. And how can I confidently give somebody health advice if I'm not following it myself? Her words. And then I was like, how long has this been a problem? And she's like, as long as I can remember. Um, so it's been a problem. It's been a bleeding neck problem for a long time. And I was like, well, why now? Like, what made you decide that you want to make a change now? And she was like, well, I'm 50. I'm running out of time. Okay, so there's a high degree of urgency. There's bleeding neck problems. And here's the thing. I did not even offer her coaching because between all of that stuff, there was all of these little pieces of resistance that told me, and I've been doing this a long time so I can read between the lines, that told me that she had, she actually wasn't ready to change. There was excuses. There were so many red flags. And I knew that as a client, she would not be the right fit for us. And I'm also open to being wrong. So typically in this situation, I, I say something like this. This is what I said to this woman. I said, listen, I really empathize with your situation and I'd love to be able to help, but please correct me if I'm wrong. You seem really disinterested in actually making a change and doing what you need to do to fix these problems. And she was like, yeah, you're right. And I was like, that's what I thought, you know, and it's unfortunate because you really have a strong understanding of like why this matters to you, like why this is so deeply important. And you also understand why it's urgent, like why the change needs to happen now. But it sounds like you've known this for a while. And every time like you say verbally, you want to do it, you just don't do it in action and, and saying it out loud and actually doing it are two different things. Like, do you think now will be different? Do you think you'll actually follow through and make the change? And she says, probably not. <laughs> I was like, well, okay, then we don't need to continue this conversation. And I was like, listen, I fully understand that it's really difficult to, um, you know, 
to take the the uncomfortable action to get over the fear there's there's so much mental resistance when it comes to change i was like it's it's the most human thing in the world like you are not a unicorn you're like most people most people say they want to change and even have the the reasons that are are, are deep and meaningful and understand why now why it's important why it's urgent but yet they just can't get themselves to take action. And there's this incongruence between the things they say they want and the things that their actions say they want. And I said, you just, just walk away with this understanding. It is 1000% a choice that you always have. And you can change your mind at any point in time to change your words, to meet your actions or to change your actions to match your words. And I understand, you know, it, it seems like that's an oversimplification, but the bottom line is you have that choice. So you can start to say to yourself, I, I don't actually want to make this change. I'm just going to be comfortable with where I am and accept the consequences of that decision. Or you you change the actions to match the words that you're saying. And I said to her, when your, your words and your actions align, it, it creates such a less stressful internal environment. Um, but you know, like I wish you well, I wish you all the best. Like if anything changes, I'm here, I'm always here to help and and offer any support that I can. And that was it. We parted ways and, you know, sent her on her way. So do you understand the difference here? Like, do you see the contrast? Because we've been told by marketers and gurus and business coaches that people will only pay massive amounts of money to solve massive problems, right? It's like the bigger the problem, the deeper the pain, the more they'll pay, right? And I say bullshit. Now, I'm not saying, what I'm not saying is that it's never the case. What I'm saying is that's not often the case. I find more often than not, the type of person that I'm referring to who had that bleeding neck problem, the woman who is 50 pounds overweight, who feels like a failure as a mother, who, who feels like a fraud in the career that she's pursuing, that's a massive freaking problem. Like you would think she's ready to throw any amount of money to solve that problem, but she's not. I find the first several examples that I gave where coaches are doing pretty damn good and just want to do better. That's the person that will invest a lot of money. The, per the right person will pay a lot of money to go from good to great. The right person will pay a lot of money to remove a pebble from their shoe. The right person will pay a lot of money for certainty, efficiency, and speed. Think about it within the context of like a musician, right? Like, if I'm a skilled musician and I'm doing a lot, like I can, I can perform better than like 90% of the population out there, which is not the case by the way, in reality, but I'm saying hypothetically, if I were a musician and I could perform, let's say I play the violin, I'm going to invest a ton of money. If I can get somebody who's like the super, like take me from the 90% to I can perform better than 95%, like that 5% jump, the teacher that can get me there, I'm going to invest a lot of money into that person to go from good to great, to go from you know where I am to even better, 
to level up. The bottom line is your clients don't need to be, or your ideal clients, your your uh, potential clients, don't need to be reminded of how horrible their life will be if they don't make a change. Would it have done me any good to sit there on the phone with that woman and say, uh, listen, by not doing anything about this, you're always going to be a failure as a mother. You're always going to feel like a fraud in your career. You're always going to regret the decision that you made to not change this thing. You might be taking years off of your life. You might be, uh, you know, impairing your relationship with your kid. Like, of course not. That would make me a horrible shit person. And it would not drive her to change. And that's the key. By doing that, by digging and twisting the knife, it would actually create more resistance for her. It would make her feel worse. And when somebody feels worse, they typically don't do anything about it. The clients that get the best results are the ones who are already doing some things well and just need your help to do the right things even better. Now consider how much time you're spending trying to convince people to change. And imagine if you spent more of that time simply aligning with the people that are already changing, the people that know they need help to do things a little bit better. So I'm going to give you one more example. Yesterday, I had another call with a woman who was interested in nutrition coaching. She stumbled upon my application page. She liked what she saw. She scheduled a call. When I asked what prompted her to schedule the call, she said, I know I need to get my health in order and I know I need accountability. I'm ready to work with a coach. I just want to find the right coach for me. And then she told me some of the other conversations that she had. I said, am I the first coach that you've contacted? And she said, no, you're like the fifth. And I was like, okay, well, if you don't mind me asking, um, you know, who are the other coaches that you spoke to and why wasn't it a good fit? And she told me, I was like, okay, great. It was great information. Um, it helped me to understand what she was looking for, what the other programs didn't provide. And we had an amazing conversation and she was doing so many things really well. She was consistent with her workouts. She was trying to walk more. Um, she talked about her steps and how she was trying to improve those. She talked about drinking more water. She was like, I started tracking my food again, like a lot of positives. And then I was like, well, what, what seems to be the struggle? She was like, well, you know what? I'm, I'm still confused because even though I'm doing all these things right, like I don't know what the right thing is for me. And she said, I went to Google and I looked for like macro calculators online and I went to six different websites and I got six different macro prescriptions and it was really confusing. At the end of the day, she wanted clarity. She wanted certainty and she wanted a lifestyle approach that made sense for her because she didn't want to guess. She didn't want to just pick a random macro prescription and hope for the best. She wanted to know for sure what's the right thing to do. Uh, and we spoke and she enrolled and then she was even considering having her husband enroll as well. But do you see the difference? Like her problem was nowhere near as dire, as painful as the first person who had the actual bleeding neck problem. This individual was doing things well. She just wanted more certainty. She didn't want to guess. She wanted clarity. She wanted to reduce the time that it would take to figure it out. 
she was like, yeah, I could spend all this time doing research and, you know, testing on myself and, and figuring it out on my own. She's like, but I don't want to spend that time doing that. This is the person that makes for a great client. The shift in messaging is a subtle one because on the one hand, you have coaches who are trying to convince people they have a problem and then they tell them, if you don't change, dun, 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 you're doomed forever. Like that's the vibe of their messaging, which does not move people to change versus aligning with the people that are already seeking change that already know the importance of doing things more efficiently, timely, less stressfully. I've had coaches who have paid me significant chunks of money to just go from good to great. And the irony in all of this is the coaches that I know have the bleeding neck problem, the coaches who can't figure out how to attract new clients, the coaches who struggle to get any leads on a consistent basis whatsoever, the coaches who have a major messaging problem, those coaches won't even spend the $497 for my course. That's lifetime access. It's literally $497 forever. You get access forever. And they won't even spend that to solve the bleeding neck problem. So don't tell me the bigger the problem. Now, could I sit there and twist the knife? And tell them what life looks like when they can't attract a single fucking client. That would, again, not be helpful. It would not move them to action. And it would just make me sound like a huge dick. (laughs) So instead, I speak to the coach that is already doing some things well, but they understand the importance of doing it even better. They understand the value in optimizing, in clarity, in certainty, in going from good to great, or even going from average to good. Whatever it is, that's the person that I communicate to instead of telling, you know, coaches uh, and trying to convince coaches that they, that they need something because they have this massive problem if they don't get it. I see marketing like that all over the place and it honestly makes me sick. And I find that it is, I mean, to me, it's six, it sticks out like a sore thumb. It's gross. I don't know how people ever respond to that type of marketing, but I have also seen how that plays out over the long haul. You might be able to convince somebody in an isolated situation, convince them, enroll them. Guess what? Those are the people that don't do the work that then complain that nothing works for them and then they tarnish your reputation. So if that's who you want to try to convince to, to, you know, manipulate into working with you, by all means, go for it. But it's not for me. That's not what I value. That's not what this is about. To me, this is about aligning with those people who are seeking out help. They understand the importance. Now, with that being said, you need to make it known who you help, what problems you solve, how you do what you do. That to me is the the definition of alignment. That's not convincing. That's just making it known. This is the problem that I'm really good at solving. And you've likely been trying to solve it this other way. And then not making them feel like an asshole for doing it the other way, actually making them feel validated for trying it the other way. Look, It makes sense. Like to me, 
it makes sense that coaches have been told to send hundreds of cold DMs per day. Why? Because a lot of times you're capitalizing on an existing warm network. So sending those DMs in the very beginning can actually work, but it's also exhausting and not necessary and kind of sleazy. And most coaches figure out that it runs its course. So you see the difference? I'm not like, oh, you're such an idiot for doing that. Like It makes sense that that's what we've been taught and we've all gone through it. And then we, we learn, oh, there's actually a better way that feels more in alignment. That's the difference in messaging. And yes, this was probably the most important episode to date and the most important message to date. So hopefully you can sit with it, marinate on it, and then put it into practice. And yeah, you got to put it into practice. <laughs> practice the difference between convincing versus aligning. And if you're in my Telegram chat for the course, you're already doing it. So that's a good thing. Mark your calendars, February 5th. If you want early access, join my course. If you want to join my email list or the course, just message me on Instagram at coach underscore Mike underscore Milner, and I will talk to you next time. <laughs>